Welcome to the It's a Hustle podcast. I am your host, Joe Garrix, coming to you from the Fairfield Comedy Club with the very funny Walker Hayes. Walker, how are you? Hi! Welcome. Thank you. Glad to have you back here. Thank you so much. Been, been a two while. Two years, yeah. Has it been? Holy mm-hmm. shit. Two years. It was that not, is too it long. It was not even renovated when I was here. I know. They've really done wonders with this place. They have. It's, it's lovely. Uh, you know, the green room, I think, has turned out pretty well. The There's a lot of space to fuck around in. The green room is exceptionally pretty. Yes, it's, def- it's easily the nicest green room I've been in. Yeah. We for sure. Uh, for a club. It's not a bad not a bad place to perform. I, I, I agree. Think. It's absolutely beautimous. Well, thank you so much for coming back. Yes. Thanks for having me. So what's new with you in the last two years? What the <laughs> fuck you been up to? <laughs> I don't, I'm trying to even think of what I was doing when I was here two years ago. Not that that's relevant now, but since it has been two full years, um, yeah, lots changed. I've um, I've moved. Getting ready to move again. Yeah, you're I think I've moved several times since I was last year. Well, when you live in New York, I feel like you have to move all the fucking time. Yeah. It's like every year you have to move. But now you you got a big move coming. That's right. You're leaving New York, which I think is crazy. <laughs> uh, I don't know why. Any, uh, being someone who's left New York, a uh, huge mistake. Uh, you'll regret it for years. Eh, I feel like it's all right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going that far, and I'm not going forever. So you're not going. It's you're now. You're going to Atlanta. I am. Uh, which I think is technically far. From Do you think so? Yeah, I think if you have to fly somewhere, it's far. I don't know. It doesn't feel far to me because, I guess, as somebody who like I went to college down south, my parents have a house there, so it's like I mean, yes, it's a full day of travel if you drove for sure. Yeah. Um. But it's like an hour and a half flight. I, I was going to say, I, the flight can't be more than like two-ish hours. Yeah, and, and it's that a to hub. Me is, that to me is nothing. All right. Yeah, there's like 15, 16 f- direct flights out of Atlanta each day to New York. So you'll visit. Yeah. You'll visit on a daily basis. Well, I mean, I will be busy. So it's not even, I'm, I'm moving to be better situated for stuff that's already booked. Yeah. So what are you going to be doing? What Like, what, what could possibly... <laughs> Get someone as talented as you out of New York into Atlanta. It must be. It's like 14 tour dates. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of dates. Um, so I'm here through September because stuff booked through through that. And then October. Yeah, I'm touring all around. I'm opening for McQueen Adams. He's very funny. He's super cool, dude. Um, so I'm his opener and we're all over the place. We're in. Charlotte and Raleigh, Atlanta, Charleston. I believe we also are in Tennessee. Um, so yeah, just mostly stuff that um, I will I will need to go if I'm not there anyway. <laughs> um, and yeah, it just felt like why not? Yeah, I've never lived there, and because this is a good opportunity to shape a move around. You know, people always say like I'd move for work. Well, that's kind of what this is. Yeah. Um, as comedians, like, you know, there's only two moves, right? There's leaving your little town for New York or LA, and then there's leaving whichever city you picked for the city you should have picked the first time. (laughs) (laughs) So I, you know, I feel like, well, this will be fun because it's not, you know, it's, this is a more mid-level town, but I have work already there. Yeah. Um, and I'm hoping that being there because it is, you know, a a smaller community is, is an opportunity to, to make some bigger waves because it is harder to stand out in New York and LA. Yeah. No, I think that that there aren't amazing comics in Atlanta. There certainly are tons of them. And I really like the scene there, but, but there's also just something to be said. Slightly smaller pond. Yeah. And being new anywhere, people want to know what you're about and you'll get some more opportunities. So I'm excited about it. That's awesome. Yeah. No, I agree that, you know, like I, 
I joke about, you know, leaving New York and it sucking, you know, and in some ways it does. But coming out here to Fairfield where it's, you know, small town and boring has been great because now I have like a comedy club and I get more stage time than ever. And I've really been able to like develop and, you know, become the comic I am. So I, I think there are some upshots for that. But more, yeah. I'm just sad to see you go. Well, again, it's not forever. It is for five months <laughs> conceivably and it might be shorter than that i mean i i talked this over with you know my management and and people that i have stuff going on with and and nobody was adamantly opposed and to that effect like i got really good feedback about that yeah um because i do think also you know we've been in this i don't know how long you've been doing comedy but um and i'm sure every generation says this like well now it's such a crowded field but it does feel like now more than ever there are more people so doing many comedians and and yeah. obviously and there's a lot more opportunities right. i think with like all the streaming channels right. and you know comedy just being such a cheap thing to develop right. if you find somebody with 15 minutes they've got 15 minutes of content for you so So i I think it'll just be a good opportunity to go um explore other stuff as well yeah you know in new york and la it's very um yeah there's so many of us um and there's so many great people of course because it's you know these are cities where you got to be good or you got to get out yeah you gotta step up your game so i think it'll just be interesting to go see what other people are doing in a, in another spot and um and the style tends to be different outside mm-hmm. of new york you know as new yorkers we often have such short sets so it'd be good to go somewhere where um people aren't used to that yeah and they take a little more time and it's a little bit yeah, more storytelling and get to know what's get to know the crowd a little bit well let me ask you this so you know because y- you're obviously hitting a lot of southern cities. Is there anything that you notice regionally different from performing in the south versus performing in the north? Um, I mean, I think in general, New York is such a different animal than any other city. Yeah. Because people do expect you to murder, and they say it like in New York, you got to capture your audience in like 30 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> Maximum one minute. If a full minute goes by and you haven't endeared them or made them laugh, you've lost them. Yeah. And you're going to work to get them back for the next couple of minutes. And I think that's true. So I would say anywhere else, you have a little bit more time. People are willing to give you a little bit more benefit of the doubt. Mm. And the other thing I would say is that you can be a little bit more. Tonight was a perfect example because they don't know this. I just got off stage. So doing a show like for people in you know small Connecticut towns and I can talk to them like you know without being worried that they have these very hard fast opinions and I can kind of talk about my stuff without being worried that someone's going to lynch me after the show <laughs> like I just think people in in smaller towns are uh, ironically more open-minded to what you have to oh, say on stage so? on stage yeah, because in New York, I think people really, I mean, I've been at shows where somebody, you know, makes, it, it's not a majority, but somebody, you know, a dear friend of mine is a perfect example. You know, he, he did a joke about Trump and and it pissed off severely, like a couple people, and they were like waiting for him after the show. And I just don't think stuff like that happens as much because A, people want to be entertained and you pointed this out there's fewer options to get entertained yeah so when they come to comedy i think they do take it at face value this is comedy we're trying to laugh new yorkers i think a lot of times have a lot of access to grind (laughs) and they're looking at that through a different lens um but yeah i don't know i know i feel like and, and i could be you know wrong but i feel like sometimes at least here in fairfield sometimes it's a little tighter with certain topics there's yeah, some things I could see that. that like if you get into 
like politics i think is really tough here because you kind of have a mixed bag like in a way new york is easier for politics because like pretty much like everybody's you know crazy liberal and then well, you, when you make a joke about trump you, you get right maybe you set somebody off but for the most part like you know those audiences are, are fairly liberal here you get a mixed crowd so like anytime anybody says anything kind of political I think the crowd tenses up because they don't know who else is there. They're like, oh, is this going to offend somebody? Yeah, but um, I think you have to, like, and that's true of anywhere because I do think that we get a little bit spoiled in New York with that. It's, um, or just anywhere for that matter. Wherever you are, you get, you know, it's, it's weird to say, like, New York is a region, but it is. So we get used to performing for those crowds and not talking. Like, I think even a lot of hosts, unless you're in a room that has a lot of tourists, um, even hosts aren't like, where are you from? Oh, tell me about that. Let's talk. Ab- like, we don't do as much of that. Yeah. In smaller towns, it's it'd be crazy for you not to yeah. endear yourself, ask questions, who's who, what's going on. And that's very common for people that aren't the host. Even. Yeah, that's interesting. So you feel like outside of New York, you see more of that kind of engagement. I would think level, so. Yeah. And I mean, you know, it's hard to make sweeping statements because this is just like my own. And there's so many individuals yeah. out there. Yeah. But like L.A. is a completely different beast from New York, you know, and and I started there. And I think and now when I go back and I watch the comedy and again, there's phenomenal comics everywhere, but it's it is different. And I watch New York comics that are now L.A. comics and I think they perform different. Yeah, I do. Um, not to say the core of what they're talking about or whatever changes, but their style is different. Uh, yeah. Demeanor is different. And it's same thing. Like you got to know. I think that's part of it is as a comic, you you are there to entertain. Yeah. It's your choice if you get a crowd um, like if your whole act is tr- a Trump bashing act, which would be bold. But let's say it is and you find yourself in Trump country, I still believe there's a way for you to endear yourself and win the trust so that you could, you know, dick around. And I believe there is a way. It's up to you to be the guy that just jams your opinion down people's throat and fuck you you and I don't care if you laugh. Yeah, I agree. I I think with that stuff, it's dicey. And, you know, it's something that I I try to figure out. Like I, uh, you know, like politics, religion, you know, these are like kind of big topics and things where you can easily offend people. And I guess there's like a, a few different ways of going about it. One is to like just like, plunge forward and just be like yeah in people's face and like hope they're like okay like i agree i disagree whatever they go with it you know but i, I don't know I, I i struggle because i have uh you know some probably uh you know i wouldn't say that my feelings are radical but i have strong feelings about politics about religion that i feel like if i share will potentially offend you know somebody now i'm starting to talk about religion a little bit on stage and like you know i i I worry about it i try to like find a way to you know i i still don't know the answer but it's i think it's dicey business Um, i think it's good anytime that you can get out of your comfort zone and go see what works what doesn't because you do get used to your city you get used to your room um and then the minute that you leave and you go somewhere else and it's it's like uh like i was talking to sean earlier and he was saying oh, i did this room last night and and everyone murdered and that's you know as a comic we know well then it wasn't us yeah <laughs> it was the energy of the room because the idea that everyone's going to be a straight-up killer on a show is pretty not true <laughs> <laughs> depends, what, depends what show right I guess. yeah but like you know it's good for you too it's good to fail it's good to go places and and figure out like oh maybe that joke only works in connecticut maybe yeah. that joke only works in baltimore whatever but you wouldn't know that if you were only performing in your yeah. hood um and the same with your style like i think it's fun to just switch up tonight i did kind of an angry ranting set and uh that's fun i don't always get to do that especially on short sets in new york because um it takes a while to 
to ramp up. Yeah. And then by the get time you get there, you got to get the fuck off stage. Yeah. <laughs> so just as I'd be getting there, I'd you know, it would be time for me to go. So that's fun. It's it's fun to do, you know, the half hour sets on the road versus 15 minute sets in the city or or sometimes 10, you know. Yeah. Um but I'm excited. So, yeah, I mean, one of the big reasons that I'm excited is exactly that, just to go be in different cities. And I like being on the road. I do like being able to talk about regional stuff. Yeah. You know, whatever's worth, like, talking about for that town or that city or whatever. Is so fun. do you, like, research that town and, like, what's going on there and try Not to find stuff? Not necessarily research it, like but... See what you drive by and reference it? Well, I mean, I think anytime you're going through, like, the deep south, you're going to come across stuff that's going to catch your attention <laughs> as a New Yorker, for sure. Like, yeah. and not every day that we, you know, see ducks humping other ducks or <laughs> whatever the fuck goes on down there. Well, although, to be fair, there's a sexy copper rabbit <laughs> in the backyard of, of the there Fairfield Inn that you need, weird. you need to tell your people to come up here and see before they move it. Yeah, um, I know. It's, uh, it's, it's a very... Uh, <laughs> If you haven't been to the pool at the Circo Hotel, there is a man-shaped statue with, I believe, a rabbit head yeah. uh, posing in just swim trunks uh, rather seductively. Very seductively it's from a, a family pool. Yeah, it's a, it's a very weird thing. Definitely check it out. Um, yeah, this yeah, place so is so weird. Be, yeah, that would be a fun thing to reference if it were uh, like a town centerpiece, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, if more of these people had seen yes. it. Yes. Otherwise, we'll, we'll be, what the hell yeah. are you talking about? It'd go a little bit over I'm sure head. people listen to the podcast and are like, what the fuck? The hell? Yeah. What are you it sounds about? made up. It's, it's We're true. not making it it's up. There. It's, it's weird. very much like a Donnie Darko vibe, <laughs> but with a kind of smile wearing swim trunks. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. If Donnie Darko was rock hard and metal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so as you, you know, look forward to the move, is there like what, what's about are you most excited about? What's like kind of like the best part about this? Oh, I'm very excited to live in a nice apartment again. <laughs> 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 like, I'm very, I, I would say this to anybody contemplating the move because I think it's, New York is so great. It's so expensive, of course. Everyone knows that coming in. But it's even when you have money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you still don't live in really, truly nice places. You can nice never places. save money in New York. Not Whatever even you have, money. you will spend it all. You will spend exactly what you have. Just, like, like uh, for anybody that doesn't live here or anyone that, like, if, you know, it's I go to my friends' places in Baltimore. And obviously, you know, I'm at the age where a lot of my friends own homes and whatever. But I do remember... You know, being when I was new to New York and and broke as a stone, but like I had a great job, and so I still lived in a beautiful building. I had roommates, but you know, and then I would go to friends' apartments that was like houses, <laughs> and so there's always a disconnect because they yeah. just always have things like it would be unheard of for you to have like washer dryer dishwasher in New York unless you were fucking killing it, yep. or like it's not weird to be in your forties and live with people. It's not weird to walk up a hundred steps of stairs <laughs> to get to your place like things that anyone else would be like this place is a dump like what are you fucking talking about and we paid thousands of dollars yeah. for that privilege i know so i'm excited to not have to do those things um yeah that's actually one of my my big things i want to just go live somewhere get some, get some space i want to live somewhere luxurious for a minute <laughs> and call it my home um but yeah, like that that's a, a trivial thing. But I'm excited to just go live somewhere new. I haven't lived in a city, a new to me city, um, in a long time. So you'll be doing some exploring too. Is this your you've been to Atlanta obviously I've before, been. but this I've been be many times, but yeah. I've never lived there. Um, and yeah, so just excited to go be new somewhere. And that's always fun. I think there's a honeymoon phase anytime you move somewhere and you just love it for whatever reason you hated where you're leaving. Um, and I don't, there's nothing about New York that I hate other than I, I want to live a, in an apartment that 
doesn't have stairs. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> that's it. It seems like everyone I know is in a fifth floor walk up. I, I Anytime mean, I visit everyone that's at least, I'm like, can't anyone afford the second floor that I know? I know. It's been a long time yeah. since I lived in a building where I wasn't on, like, the second floor. Um, or didn't have an elevator for that oh matter. God, yeah. So now that I'm doing that, and it's it's really only like day to day, it's kind of an inconvenience, but it's a humongous pain when you travel, and you have your big ass suitcase, oh, and yep. you're tired from traveling, and then you got to fucking lug it up six flights of stairs. You just hate life. You want everyone dead. Like it is the <laughs> worst fucking feeling when you come back from that kind of trip. So that's that's my big thing. I want to live in a nice place. I want to be new. I want to meet new people. Um, and remember, like, when you first started doing comedy wherever um, or went to a city and met the new comics or you are the new comic? Like, that's fun. Yeah. For a minute. I know a lot of these people and I've been I've done shows there. But um, yeah, there's certainly. But yeah. But everybody kind of rubs off on you. And now to be in a different area, yeah. I'm, I'm sure you'll pick up you know, new techniques and, and things and jokes and ideas. So that'll be great. And it'll just be cool to not be known. I actually kind of like that too. Um, it's fun to, to go somewhere and there's no preconceived notion. Um, you know, and I don't, I don't think I'm known enough <laughs> <laughs> by, by anybody really, but definitely not by people in Atlanta for them to think I'm this or I'm not. Yeah. So that's fun. That's exciting. Well, uh, well, they're lucky to have you. Sad to see you go, even if it's just five months. Yes. But uh, so if people are in the South, obviously they're going to have an opportunity to see you. But if they're not, where else can they find you? Um, let's see for the next. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm very I'm doing many shows a week at, uh, at New York Comedy Club at uh, LOL is another favorite of mine, Grizzly Pear. But I post um, daily on my stories on Instagram. I post on Facebook so you can follow me at Trophy Comic on Insta and Walker Hayes with no E. I can't say that enough. H <laughs> A Y S uh, on Facebook and um, and yeah, I po I post every day if I'm if I'm doing stuff. So yeah, check it out. Hopefully, you'll see one of the photos of the half man, half rabbit <laughs> on the Instagram. A great reason to follow. I, I think. will. I will post that <laughs> and I will tag the Fairfield uh, Comedy Club so you guys can take full credit. Boom. Well, Walker, it's great to have you. Thanks so much for being here and looking forward to hearing about how it land is when you move back to New York. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the vote of confidence and good night. <laughs> Peace. Thanks for listening to the It's a Hustle podcast. If you enjoyed the listen, please give us a review on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you're listening to your podcast. Uh, special thanks to Eric Donnelly of the Alternate Roots for our amazing theme song, to Brendan Ruane at Light Switch Advisor for our website and social media needs. Check him out if you need any help in those areas. And, of course, to Vans who provide all of our footwear. Have a good one.